0: Hello, this is Jillian, and this is the Geeky Rose Shots. Um, once again, I'm going to re- recording this a little early, mostly because I have a lot of things to say and theories, and I just kind of need to get it out because I don't really—I I was trying not to post a lot on social media about it because I didn't want to because I was like, oh, I need to hold this back for the podcast, so— <clears throat> Let's talk about those uh, endgame posters that came out yesterday. So there was 32 in all, 16 in color, 16 in black and white. So that was kind of to confirm who is no longer here thanks to the snappin, the snapture, sorry. <laughs> Why was I going to call it the snapping? I, it's the snapture. That's what we've all decided it's called, the snapture. Um, so it's, Like, the first thing I heard was that Shuri was black and white, and I am not okay with that, like, at all. There's just so many reasons I'm mad about it, but I have to just kind of go onto this one little thing. Who the hell is ruling Wakanda right now? Like, I understand that there's, like, a huge global crisis and everything, but, like, Wakanda is a very, you know, like, it was pretty intense just on its own and they just walked out to the global scale um to let everybody know like hey we have all this cool stuff do you want it like so that was very recent and I'm just sitting here like who is ruling Wakanda because T'Challa's gone now Shuri's gone and like we still don't know about the mom Angela Bassett we know Okoye M'Baku did not get a poster at all. So, I mean, I'm still maintaining that he's alive because we saw him at the end with Okoye. So I'm like, did M'Baku just take control? Like, I'm okay with that. My Jabari prince deserves everything. But, like, problem. (laughs) What the hell is happening? So, I, I just, from that perspective, I was just like, all right. So, <laughs> Wakanda's probably a mess right now. Um, what was the other good surprise? Um, oh my god, I like now can't even find the damn posters. <clears throat> the second surprise, or not really, I don't know how you guys think about this, but... I was a little surprised to see my boy Loki get a poster. So I I think it's pretty obvious I am obsessed with Loki. I've been obsessed with Loki since the first Thor movie. I think Tom Hiddleston is brilliant. It's his performance in The Avengers is one of the reasons why I love The Avengers so much. Even though I know he's the bad guy, like he's the bad guy in all of them, but like I love him so much. I and I was kind of, I had like just gotten to the point where I was accepting his death within the universe because we're getting the Disney Plus show and he's reprising his role. So I was like, okay, as long as I get some more Tom Hiddleston as Loki, I'm fine with this because like it's just been a lot. And I know that a lot of people don't like Loki, which how dare you. Um, But also, like, now that Odin's gone, I think that he and Thor could have actually had a decent relationship.
1: So don't get me
0: started. So seeing him, and not only that, it wasn't just, oh, here's Loki's poster. Tom Hiddleston actually posted it. Tom Hiddleston does not really do social media anymore, not since the Taylor Swift thing. So... For him to come back and actually be like, "Look at my poster!" like that is huge, and I am psyched. Although now everyone's like, "Oh, but you know, Loki wasn't in the snap," and it's like, neither was Gamora, neither was Vision. So I don't know exactly. Like that's why. Like that now, it's just bringing in more theories, and I'm just like, can we just? Like, that's why I was kind of, like, I like that this was not footage, that this was just, like, kind of, like, an info dump. Like, (laughs) look at all the characters who are still alive and not alive, which we mostly knew anyway. But I, like, liked this because then I was like, oh, good, we don't have to, like, like, agonize over this type of stuff. But... Of course, people are still like, oh, it's going to be time travel. And I'm like, uh, oh, whatever. Like, I like don't care. I just want to see it now. I just like I'm like so not interested in theories. Like, I'm not even theorizing. I'm just kind of going along for the ride because I just love everything about this universe. And I've not been disappointed yet. I mean, sort of, depending on certain characters and like certain storylines. But like from... Our phase phase, actually, God, that's so hard. I actually had figured out which phases I liked best, and now I can't remember. I mean, I could go into my stuff, but because I know that, like, I wasn't a huge fan of Volume 2 of Guardians, and Ragnarok was the best Thor movie, but, like, that's not a high bar, so I will say that everything that was released from Black Panther on was pretty much been my favorite and I think that coming on to Endgame is definitely on a high point versus a low point where like I don't know because that's why like anything after Ultron had to be like really good so um oh my god where why can't I find all these posters like an interesting Thing. another interesting thing about the posters so like since it's because of the stupid theories everyone somebody was like oh whoever look is looking right dies but whoever is looking left lives and i'm like or like whatever they like had like a stupid theory like that and I actually then counted and I was like, yeah, no, that's not going to work because there's a lot of people who are looking the opposite way than you think. And I'm like, uh, nope, that's not going to work. So don't know about that theory. <laughs> but also it's kind of interesting as I was thinking about one of the original theories, which was the whole that they were going to trade lives like Steve was, gonna co- was going to save Bucky. And Tony was going to save Peter. Parker. Brad <laughs> there were so many Peters. Um, who was the other ones? Yeah, I don't... And then, like, they were like, oh, well, like, Thor would... I don't even, that's why, like, then we, like, lose it. Like, Rocket's going to save Groot. And I'm like, I really don't think we're going to kill any of the Guardians. Like, I really don't. Like, they have another movie coming out. Like, I'm really sure we're not killing off any Guardians. Like, Gamora, I don't know what's going on with Gamora, but, like, I'm 90%. That's why, like, having, having, like, 90% of the Guardians get snapped was like, what? (laughs) Because I was, like, sitting there like, uh... It's just, oh, my God. Like, so I'm not – and I never loved that idea also because it kind of goes against everything that Steva says. He said it multiple times. We do not trade lives. So I am really hoping that they stick with that because I don't think that that's a good story, really. I don't think that having everyone sacrifice themselves for one person, especially because, like, this is kind of going into it, too – it was like Steve didn't just live with Bucky; he lost Sam. And I like there are people who are like, "Well, Rhodey's gonna save Sam," and I'm like, "No, like I get that they're friends, like, and they have the military experience and stuff, but like I never got like that Rhodey would like sacrifice himself for <laughs> Sam, especially after what the hell happened in Civil War, like." I think the two of them forgave each other and got over it, especially because it was all Tony's fault anyway. But like, I'm just not like I don't get that theory at all because, again, it goes against Steve's whole MO and it just makes no sense. And then also it was interesting because I then realized that out of everyone, Tony kind of has the most people still around. Because Pepper's there. Happy's there. He had Rhodey. Like, the only person who's missing is Peter. And like, it's just kind of weird because I personally don't, I don't like the whole like, oh, Tony's like Peter's dad like peter has a dad peter had a surrogate dad uncle ben which does exist in the universe if you really look close at the suitcase that he uses in the far from home trailer it has ben's initials on it like uncle ben lived like uncle ben exists in this universe they are not trying to make tony uncle ben like i don't understand that theory at all like that's not how this works so I just like I get him that he would try to save Peter like if that comes to it, but I don't. I I just I don't I don't feel emotionally satisfied by that. Like I don't, and also because like all oh, this is his fault. Seriously, God, Tony, why are you the worst? Um, anyway, let's go back to some other stuff that's more fun than me criticizing Tony Stark in these movies, which by the way, I really turned around on him. I, my last, my rewatch last year, my, my Marvel, my countdown to Infinity War, I was really hard on Tony for a majority of it. And then I got over it and I really liked him in Infinity War. So, um, so some more people who we found out were alive was Valkyrie which is awesome get thor and valkyrie back together and he can hook her up with carol so yes 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 um as i knew i as i knew from last week's poster or the last poster released um wong survived um same pepper and happy um so then then we got into the other side Which I already went into pretty much, too. Which also explained the characters who didn't technically get snapped. And, yeah, there's no no real surprises. Except for how many people they just didn't show. Like, Maria Hill, Hank, and Janet from Ant-Man. Like, we don't know who else is alive from Ant-Man, by the way. Like, I really want Luis to live. Like, can we get a poster of Luis in full color? We don't know if Goose lived. Like, who? what? Hello? Goose is super important now. Don't know if the Rambo's lived. Like, I just, like, they're still, like, so this was 32, and, like, they split it 16 to 16, but there's still so many people that were like, okay, who else is still alive? Like, so then all the joke posters came out. Uh, just anybody, really. I saw a really good one for Bing Bong from Inside Out. I saw like one from Kenny from South Park. Um, there was a few Game of Thrones ones which were interesting. Um, the the Fry's dog from Futurama, the most tragic episode of Futurama ever. They put him on there. Like I really enjoyed watching the parodies but it's still not enough because and then actually somebody then went through and tried to do like every Marvel character who just don't like they put like Natalie Fortman they did Kat Dennings um so yeah it was like good times for everyone um yeah I don't know (laughs) so I can't believe I've now spent like 13 minutes talking about stupid posters um but yeah, I really just wanted to talk about mostly Wakanda and Loki. <laughs> so I am really, really excited. Um, I also was like, "Oh great!" Um, because I was going through time hop and I found like the last last year before the last trailer before Infinity War was when tickets went on sale. This year, I don't know, it might not, is it the last trailer? It probably was the last trailer, but they haven't released tickets yet. And so my theory is that it's because they were still locking down in editing. And if the rumors are true that it is three hours and two minutes long, that's actually huge and is the main reason why we do not have tickets yet and that's because theaters have to then try to figure out how they're going to kind of capitalize on it. Like, make sure that they have enough theaters, enough time between them to clean. It limits how many shows they can have per day unless they, like, literally shut down the theater just for Avengers, which is likely for the first night, but not so much for the after that. Like, I know that, every like, Light does that and, in L.A., but, and, like, most of the bigger theaters, like, they will, like, at a certain time be like, yep, we're just this now because it's opening night. So, having a three-hour runtime actually is kind of a hindrance, and I don't think people realize that. Um, I do just because I understand how movie theater scheduling and everything, but I also... If, I don't know if, Marvel's doing, if Disney's pushing them to do the same thing for this movie that they did for Last Jedi and potentially the next Star Wars movie, which was they were forcing theaters to keep the movie running for a certain amount of time. Like, they had to follow all of these criteria in order to get the movie. Like, Disney was going to withhold the movie from the theaters. So... I don't know if Disney's going to do that. I mean, it's pretty much going to like be gangbusters anyway. And actually, I don't know if maybe that possibly hurt The Last Jedi, to be honest, that there were too many screenings. Now that I'm thinking about it, though, because I mean, like that was one of the criticisms with everyone being like, oh, Star Wars is over because it was so bad. They're like, because it didn't make as much money, but it was never supposed to make as much money as Force Awakens. There was a lot of factors Going into why that didn't happen. But I'm wondering now, with hindsight, if it was because of Disney's crazy standards that it forced it to kind of run in more theaters and stuff for longer than it should have. And that kind of like whittled away at potential earnings. I don't know. (sighs) This is just my nerdy self with how much I know about the movie industry. So... I'm hoping now that we have a runtime, though, that we will get tickets within the next week or so. Like, I really need to get tickets. Like, I can't have them going on sale when um, I'm in when I'm in Chicago for celebration. I can't have that happening. That's gonna be a nightmare. So I'm really hoping next week because I need to see it opening night. Like, I can't I can't wait a day like I did for Captain Marvel. Like, I have to see it as soon as it opens because I won't be able to do anything else until I get that. So please go on sale soon. I still can't believe I talked for like seventeen minutes about posters and just nonsense about the Avengers. So yeah. <laughs> I'm very on brand. <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> uh so yeah. After after recording that, um I think like a day or so later I then found out that it was rumored that tickets for Endgame were going on sale on Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. They did go on sale. There was a massive clusterfuck <laughs> regarding tickets. And we also got some more footage, which was a little unexpected. But also, I'm like, okay, I think we're done with footage. Um, I... Yeah, I was... I was very frustrated. It took me like three hours to get tickets, by the way, which is the entire length of the movie. Confirmed. Confirmed. And I was actually... So it turns out that my theory about why I think that the tickets were kind of delayed at going on sale was slightly correct. And also, I think that some of the screenings are a little earlier than expected because of the three-hour runtime, which was actually not expected. I didn't expect them to move up the screenings like to have instead of them all starting at seven which they normally do they actually push them up to six or there's the special fan screening at five like so then it actually like gives you time to not like to sleep and stuff so i have a ticket for six twenty, i believe um and yeah i cannot wait oh my god um regard to the footage today um I, there are some people saying that they don't think it's the 20 minute, that they've gone past the 20 minute mark and I think that for maybe two scenes that we saw today but I still I, I'm, I'm still pretty confident that we've only seen the first 20 minutes, like there's just I think we've just seen glimpses of more than that but again, it is three hours long so the first 20 minutes is like nothing. <laughs> nothing compared to the rest of the movie I am imagining. So we just got um two reunions that kind of got me a little choked up. They're really gunning hard for a certain character death. It really, really seems like that's happening. And I'm prepared to be emotionally destroyed. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm going to be crying my eyes out in a movie theater because of superheroes so it's a new experience for me guys (laughs) must admit (laughs) um let's see i'm trying to find my notepad for what else i wanted to talk about this week um god i like don't want to talk about anything else but endgame this is so bad also i just which is just kind of funny for me, but also I feel like it actually ex- could explain a lot about me. So when I was thinking of, like, I don't want to see any more footage, I actually got a little mad. I haven't... I, I'm weird with Game of Thrones. Like, I really liked the show when it first started and everything. And then I started reading the books, and they changed things, so I got kind of mad. I'm probably going to go into this once Game of Thrones comes back. But anyway, I... um. So, I'm kind of, like, not super excited for the final season. Like, I've just kind of checked out a bit. Like, I'm not really interested in theories or anything. Like, I have a person that I want on the throne at the end. Like, I have all, like, I have, I'm pretty sure, like, everyone's going to die. But, like, I really don't, I'm not, like, super invested in it. Like, I'm going to be in Chicago when it premieres. Like, I'm, like, I know I have HBO in my room, but I'm kind of just, like, like, I might be exhausted, like, I'm, like, really gonna be paying attention to this. So, but to go back to what I was originally thinking was with the whole footage, and then they were like, oh my god, we see a reunion, and I'm like, why would they put that And like, that's one of the key things that I'm waiting for. Like, it's different with Endgame, because obviously we know they're gonna, like, like, it, w- it wasn't a surprise, really, for which characters reunited in the teaser. I mean I like I'm just being very vague in the end game one because I know people don't some people don't want to see this stuff, but I'm just from my perspective, like, I don't think it would super spoilery or anything. There was even an article being like, oh it avenge, it showed one of the fallen and I was like, that guy wasn't one of the fallen. Like what the hell's wrong with you? Like not part of the thing. Um but the Game of Thrones one it was a pretty big reunion that, like, fans were really waiting for. And they showed it in one of the teasers. Like, I'm like, no. Like, do you even understand your audience right now, Game of Thrones? Like, everyone's like, oh, I'm so pissed that they're not there's no leaks. And I'm like, I'm actually good with this. Like, we're two weeks out. Like, I'm okay with this. We don't need to see this. And I'm not actively looking for it, because I personally am not really super excited for the final season, as I know most other people are, but I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever, like, I don't need to see this, I'll see it in two weeks, but also I'm kind of pissed that they showed that thing. Like, I'm glad that those two characters got to see each other again, but I'm also just like, why did we need to see it now? Why couldn't we wait a little bit? Like, it's really, like, it's not super important. (sighs) Sorry. (laughs) Rant over. Um... I guess I'll talk about some television. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We had two finales last week. I'm like looking now to make sure that I'm correct about that. Um, Definitely there was the finale of Miracle Workers, which was a limited series. Um, I personally liked it. There was it was silly. Like it. It didn't really hit the same the beats that I thought it would hit. Like I thought it I thought definitely thought it would be a little better than it was. But I still enjoyed it a lot. Like I thought that it's nice to see Daniel Radcliffe in a role kind of outside of his normal type, which is generally what he does on Broadway. And I think some of his movies have been pretty off type, outside of Harry Potter. But like he's, and I just I kind of just wish people would uh, like allow him to do these types of more types of roles like this in the future because I feel like in Broadway they are giving him like free pass lately like they're like do whatever you want like cuz he's so and he's so good on broadway like i've seen him 3 times um and i every time i see him i'm just even more impressed with him like <laughs> i mean i love him <laughs> he's been my guy since i was 12 um now i was older than that when harry potter came out 13 14 yeah <laughs> i was older than that when <laughs> Uh, the first harry potter movie came out but yeah and i just I, and it was just nice there was like a diverse cast like they really just did a good job kind of explaining the world steve Bishami was hilarious like it just fell a little flat for me but it was fine like i i i kind of wish it wasn't a limited series so we could have seen them kind of explore differently but it was only seven episodes so whatever um i'm not really going to talk about it much But the Proud of Runway All-Stars finale ended. Uh, I basically just wanted to say this one thing. So, um, (laughs) Proud of Runway All-Stars is on Lifetime. And Proud of Runway is now back on Bravo. Um, But All-Stars is... This season they did, like, winners from around the world and stuff. So everybody was a former winner. And not just from the U.S. edition. They had, like, Canada. And I think they had one of the Latin American ones. And so that was interesting because there were some people that I hadn't known. So I was like, really, I was kind of rooting for those guys because I thought that at at least I had a good, like, I didn't have knowledge of them and I thought that they could really impress me. And some of them did. Um, Only one of them made it to the finale, though. I'm not going to spoil the finale. But what I really just want to talk about is that they had a sponsorship deal with JCPenney and personally, I hate JCPenney. Like, I am, like, waiting for it to just completely fall apart. Like, my mom shops there, and then, like, she winds up returning, like, literally everything she buys to the point where I'm, like, please stop buying from JCPenney. I hate going into that store. Like, I cannot deal with this. So, there's sponsorship with JCPenney. Turns out the sponsorship actually ended before the show aired so there was one episode where they literally had to go to jc penny like pick out clothes and then design something and it would be and all of the designs were supposed to be like put onto jc penny for like people to wear and if you and so one of the episodes when i was like oh my god i really need to see how this jc penny look turned out so i go on the website and they're like oh yeah we don't have that like we we ended our sponsorship before the season aired and it was just so. embarrassing because every time they said it they had the thing at the top being like previously recorded and that whole episode was pretty much like had a previously recorded and I'm like of course it was previously recorded this isn't like a live reality show but it was because the stupid jc penny deal and I was like oh my god this is the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen on a reality show and I watched dancing with the stars so <laughs> yeah Um, I don't know if there's going to be another all-star season. It's kind of been, I I personally don't like it when they have former winners on it. This season was interesting because like it said, it was all former winners, but when they've had former winners mixed with newbies, uh, usually the former winner wins and I was not a big fan of that. Like I'm just, I'm not into that kind of a thing. So that was kind of unfortunate and I didn't actually like who won this season, but whatever probably not coming back because i know the little simulano is like done with it um all right i think that's it for finales now two new shows premiered last week what we do in the shadows on fx which I actually did a blog post about um it's based on Taiga watiti's um movie of the same name and it's like a vampire mockumentary and i've heard great things about it i just haven't seen it um but I decided to watch the show and it's very silly like I love like I'm okay with silly vampire stuff and it's been a while since I've watched like really funny vampire stuff so I'm on board even though Taika and um Clement aren't in it which is unfortunate but it's a really great cast like I am kind of obsessed with Matt Barry so (laughs) right now I don't know but I'm definitely gonna stick with it um And then NBC had their new show, Abby's, premiere, Um, and it's with Natalie Morales, who now I'm a little – I don't know if she's actually – somebody said, oh, she's the first Cuban-American to have a comedy, and that's possibly true. Or they said first Cuban-American actress to headline a show, and then somebody's like, but Janine Mason does that on Roswell – and so I think that they clarified it to comedy, which is fine. So more diversity on television. She plays like a veteran. Like she just opens a bar in the backyard of her house. And it was a little rocky, but most comedy pilots are. I think I've gone into this before. Like most comedy pilots are very rough. Um, but I think it was cute. I definitely think that she um, she's awesome. I was actually trying to figure out if I'd seen her and stuff. Cause I know she's in Parks and Rec, but I'm not up to her yet. Um, But she was in White Collar for a little bit. She was on The Grinder. That was why. I was like, she was in a comedy show that I watched a lot. Like, I watched a whole season of, and it was The Grinder with uh, Rob Lowe and Fred Savage. And I liked her on that. Like, I always like her, like, when she appears on things, but I just never, like, saw her in the things that everyone's always talking about, like The Middleman or Parks and Rec. Um, But yeah, like, it's kind of, like, there's a lot of, like, Cheers references and stuff, but it just should be just kind of like a silly but i'm saying silly so much um just just cute little show that we'll see how it goes it's nbc like honestly i have no idea what's happening the one thing that sucked was that because it perme- they wanted it to rear like brooklyn 99's been off for two weeks and i'm not okay with that uh, give me all the brooklyn 99 um other tv i finished shrill i posted something on instagram just like because I was like ah, I've been casually talking about it and then it's like I'm going to casually just post this. Um so yeah, I finished Shrill. I really liked it. I hope there's I hope 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 hope, hope we get just a little more. Like I don't need a full season. Like I mean, it was only 6 episodes. Like I can deal with just another 6 episodes. Thank you very much. Um yeah, so I had two episodes left I think when I left you guys last week and the fifth episode was so funny. It was about her dog and I kind of warmed up to her boyfriend just a little bit, because of the dog, I think. Um, and then the final episode had uh, Beck Bennett in it, who I love. Um, but yeah, like, they just really... It just... It was... It's not a typical comedy. Aidy Brian's great. I just... It was just kind of refreshing, and I don't really know why. Like, I know that a lot of people are saying, because, I, oh, she's, like, plus... she's She's plus size and everything like that. But I was just... I don't even know if I really that resonated with me the pool episode definitely I was like wow this is so nice seeing all these different body types but like I don't think I don't know it just felt very like it just felt fresh to me I guess but also I just want to say that her her boss who is such an asshole I was like oh my god I know this guy why do I know this guy but like it since it's um a show on streaming it doesn't really have like credits like normal So I was like, I was like, I don't know what this guy is. And I looked it up and it was like John Cameron Mitchell. I'm totally butchering his name. No. So yeah, John Cameron Mitchell, who was, who created Hedwig and Angry Inch. And I'm like, oh my God, why? Like he's like such a dick. So I was kind of like, what? Why? But yeah, that was kind of cool though to be like, oh my God. I know you. I like your work. Except not right now. Um, so yeah, definitely check out Trill. I really, I think that a lot of people like it. I, I really did enjoy it and I really do want more. Um, Alright, let's just do a quick what's on TV this week. If there's anything. Um, Barry came back. I'm super excited. I have not watched it yet. I, have, I haven't watched the premiere yet but i'm super psyched for that um legends comes back legends of tomorrow comes back from its hiatus super psyched for that too um uh, the last og tracy morgan's show on tbs comes back for season two i had a lot of fun with that show so i was very happy to see it come back um cloak and dagger on is returning for its second season oh my god april is like full of so many like full of shows it's kind of insane i'm like also super worried that i do not have time to watch um but cloak and dagger is back on freeform that's a marvel show um i will possibly get into it a little more when i record next but um I liked the first season. It was a little slow, but I think that it's it's more character driven. It's it's a it's definitely a weird show. Um and then the CW has a new show called In the Dark About a Blind Girl. And that is it for the TV. I don't wanna go into series finales. There's two series finales this week that I am not ready for and I'm just gonna pretend that it's not happening. Um, on the movie side, we have the Best of Enemies opening this week, which is the um, movie with Taraji P. Henson and Sam Rockwell, and it's, like, takes place in the South, and I think the 50s or the 60s, and, like, black and, and the segregation and everything, and there's the black kids school gets bombed, so Taraji P. Henson tries to get the people, gets gets the kids into the white kid's school and Sam Rockwell plays a KKK member and I'm just not, like, I hate, I know you won an Oscar for playing a racist but, like, Sam Rockwell, can you not play racist anymore? It'd be really nice to not play that kind of character, not to be typecast in that, because you've, basically his whole career has been, like, playing random roles and then all of a sudden he's playing two racists in a row and I'm like, dude. like, not in a row, because he played Bush in between, <laughs> but I'm like, dude, can you, can we not do this? Like, please don't let this be your legacy. Like, you are so much more talented than this. Um, also, I did really, I really loved his performance in Three Billboards. Um, then we have the remake of Pet Cemetery based on Stephen King's novel. Um, I'm not a horror movie fan, especially not a Stephen King fan, so <laughs> I'm not seeing that. The trailer, like, makes me like just hearing the drums kind of freaks me out um it was actually funny before we saw what men want they showed a trailer for that not us it was weird but my mom i was like no not this movie my mom's like what movie is this and i'm like just wait and then she was like oh no so it's <laughs> so, a no-go on pet cemetery um i've been hearing decent things about it like this, all the film twitter went abuzz with the whole like elevated horror and all that nonsense but um and I hear that it's kind of that they they deviate from the book but they also then add things like there's because it's a remake they also are like oh well there's some things that it went further than the first movie did and some things that they didn't so I don't know it's not a movie for me I'm never gonna see it so if you are into that have fun Um, and then the final movie, the biggest movie coming out this week is Shazam, DC's latest, um, foray into, uh, trying to beat Marvel. Um, so, what to say about Shazam? I, I'm hearing great things about it. I hear it's, like, one of the best things that DC's done since Wonder Woman. Um, I... I appreciate that they're embracing fun because superhero movies deserve to be fun. Like even a movie as he- dark and heady as Infinity War and Endgame, I do there's always humor that kind of balances it out. I've never and even in even in Dark Knight, the Dark Knight trilogy with the Nolan verse, I've never people are like, Oh, they're so serious and I'm like, but there's like a lot of jokes in there. Like it's And the British humor. But there's a lot of jokes. So I've never understood that nonsense of, oh, we have to be super serious. It's like, no, no, theirs can be levity. So I appreciate that they're doing that. But I just have a really weird thing about Zachary Levi. I don't know why. Um, I think it started because of Chuck. Like, where I, I really liked Chuck when it started. And then, like, I really didn't like his character anymore. And I really struggled watching the show because I just couldn't deal with his character. And I, I do that a lot where I then associate an actor with a certain character and I'm like, nope. Um, To the point where it kind of is a detriment for Tangled because I like get very, I'm like, mm, why are you Flynn Rider? <laughs> um, I know it's super like it's really bizarre for me to be didn't like and I don't really have like a good reason for it it's the same thing I have with Bradley Cooper um, but I just I'm probably not going to see it in theaters even though Mark Strong's in it and I'm obsessed with Mark Strong when is Mark Strong going to MCU guys can we get him in the MCU I need him in the MCU I just need Mark, more Mark Strong like anything but he's been in two he's been in the DC universe now twice and I'm ready for him to break on through to Marvel please Please, please, please. Um, So yeah, there's Shazam. It's probably going to win the weekend. I'm not... (laughs) I'm not going to begrudge it that. Um, But, yeah. So. That is that, I guess. Um, Just a reminder, there will be no episode next week because I'm traveling. Um, I have been debating putting up either... I was always planning I was probably always planning on recording after each day of celebration but I was toying with the idea of posting them as mini souls every day so if you have an opinion on that let me know I like I know that if I I entered the lotteries for all of the at least the main panels because that's what you that's how they're doing it you can only register you can only do the lottery for the first four panels of the day of each day Sorry. first panel for each of the four days so Friday is episode 9 which is going to be a title and trailer release not even like that's it that's pretty much what we're getting Saturday I'm pretty sure is Galaxy's Edge Sunday's Mandalorian and then Monday's a Phantom Menace panel so I probably won't need to talk about Phantom Menace like I just like if Ewan McGregor shows up maybe but like I'm I know I'll probably be like screaming about the episode 9 trailer and the Mandalorian stuff depending on what we see so I like was like I'm definitely gonna record after that because duh um but Galaxy's I have kind of done enough talking about. I think that I may not have to talk about it anymore, uh, depending on what we find out, because everything's been pretty laid out by now. So that it's like, unless they like give me a, like a pass to go that day, which is impossible because it's in Chicago. Like, I can't. I don't know what, like, what new information we'll get. So who knows about that? But I definitely want to keep you guys updated for. Episode 9 and The Mandalorian. And then after that, well, hopefully I can even get into these. Like, there are different stages, so I'm hoping I can at least get into one of the stages. If I'm not in, like, the exact same room as everyone, at least I get to see it on one of the other ones. Which also, full disclosure, they live stream the shit out of Celebration, so... <laughs> you can all watch it too (laughs) like there's really nothing being hidden if i remember correctly so um but then after that you have to like reserve spots and i have like a decent like it's not that much that i'm super interested in for the other panels like there's some like publishing panels and marvel comics panels and like stuff like that that i'm kind of curious about but like the only one that i'm like definitely have to go is the resistance panel because I really want to see stuff from season two. So I could update you on that too. But yep, <sighs> that's that's my plan. I don't know yet. So I definitely am going to be recording stuff sort of about Celebration. I just don't know whether to hold it back for one episode or do mini drops. So if you can leave your opinion, that would be great. Um, I'm going to wrap it up though. So... Uh, uh, follow me on Instagram at the Geeky Rose. I'm on Twitter at the underscore Geeky underscore Rose. Um, my blog has been updated a little bit this past week. I think I've written three reviews, book, movie, a book, TV show, and a playlist. Oh, and a podcast. Um, wordpress dot Um, I'm part of the round table for Game of Thrones, on fangirlish if you're interested in that um i didn't have any i haven't had any pieces since the second act empowerment brunch on there um but also if you can subscribe to the newsletter for fangirlish um it kind of does an overview of all like the posts and everything um and there's just like this this has just been a really it's been a really fun experience being part of the team like and actually feeling like I'm contributing and stuff like I'm just I'm really enjoying it um trying to think there was another uh there was another thing that I was participating in on oh my god what was it oh never mind I'm gonna no I'm not gonna tell you guys until it's published I was like there was something else so there (laughs) no there is another roundtable type of thing but I'm gonna hold it back until it's actually published which I think is next week so I'll let you know after that but um yeah sorry (laughs) it's really just um my mind is my mind has been very very bad lately so um I will say you goodbye. Um, see you guys in two weeks. And um, just rate, review, leave me comments, anything. would be great. Thank you. <laughs> really appreciate all of my listeners. I've been it's having the analytics. has been fun now through Anchor. And um, I just really, I like, I love having, I love seeing the numbers go up because I'm like, oh, people are listening, but I don't have any interaction. So I'm kind of like, are people liking it? So, just, if you guys could just leave me some comments, that would be great. And, um, I will see you guys in two weeks. Bye!